0: So Friday night, I was woken up throughout the night by these crazy winds. Anybody else just have a fitful night? Man, it just felt like the house was going to take off and blow away. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I've been in a lot of big winds here before, but this has to be one of the bigger ones that I can remember. And I I get up in the middle of the night and I always look out at my hot tub lid to see if the lid's still there. And, And it was. I've got some stuff piled on top of it, right? But this is what I found Saturday morning in my backyard. There's there's my fence. Fortunately, it's vinyl. You can put it back together again. I just thought, I'm going to leave it till it stops. you know. So it's laying out there with holes. I figure it gives the wind a way to get through, right? So um, I will put that back together one of these days. But for me, I think one of the things I hate the most and worry about the most is when the power goes out. Anybody else just kind of hate the idea of the power going out? Well, when I was a kid, it was fun because we didn't know any better, right? Out came the candles out came the games, and we had a great time. But now as an adult, I think about, you know, water pipes, and I think about, you know, it's just harder. And so yesterday, the power was out in the church. We almost didn't have church today, but fortunately, it came back on at 6 or 6.30, and I think there was a tree down across the Guide Meridian, and all of Front Street and Grover was out all the way to downtown yesterday. And, you know, the thing about power outages is that they affect all of our life, don't they? I mean, your house gets cold. I was talking to a guy this morning whose power went out. He lives in a mobile home, and he said his house dropped to twenty nine degrees. I mean, that's just brutal, right? What do you and what do you do? You know, you, I guess you go sit in your car and and turn it on. But but you know, it really impacts us. Then there's the refrigerators, the freezers that you know go out, and you have to deal with food thawing. And oftentimes, these outages are caused by trees. That blow down take wires down with them and then we all pay the price for those Here's a picture of of a tree over the power lines and that looks familiar We see that quite a bit around here in the spring and in the winter And I was thinking about trees because our scripture speaks to uh, being rooted today So I was thinking about trees and why they go down why they can't withstand the wind and often it's because their root system has not gone down deep enough To help them withstand the high winds that come. And so they don't have deep enough roots. That's one of the reasons why trees blow over. And so when they blow over, it it doesn't matter if it was your tree or not. Anybody's tree that blows over puts us all at risk, doesn't it? It puts us all at risk. We all have to pay the price. We all have to suffer because somebody's tree somewhere else blew over and took some wires with it. Uh, We all lose power. Our flow of life is disrupted right when power goes life kind of gets wonky and we all kind of sit in the dark Life gets a little bit chaotic when the power goes out And what I want to say to you today is that the same thing is true of our spiritual lives It's it's like an exact replica of this each of us You're each like a tree the Bible calls you a tree calls you oak trees Calls you a tree. Okay? So you're each like a tree, and each of us have roots, and they have roots that are meant to go down deep, and it's up to each of us to take responsibility for our own roots so that we don't blow over in storms, because when we blow over in storms, guess what? It's not only your own life that pays the price for you blowing over in a storm, but it's also the lives of all the people that you're around, all the people that you know, all the people that you love, uh, people in your community, people in your church, And so it's important that we take responsibility for our own rootedness, not just for our own life, although that's important, but also in thinking about the lives of the people. We don't want to cause other people more problems and chaos in life because we have not deepened our root system. And so it's very, very important that we deepen and grow our roots, our faith strong so that people around us Don't lose power because we have fallen over in the middle of a storm So that when storms come jesus remains above all in our life. That doesn't mean we don't bend And it doesn't mean we don't Experience the severity of the winds in our life. We do it just simply means that it's our our responsibility to stay standing In the midst of storms so our scripture today from colossians 2 starting in verse 6 Says, and now just as you accepted Christ as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built like strongly upon him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth that you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. I love the outcome of strong faith in your life. The outcome of strong faith in your life, even when life is is a challenge sometimes, the outcome is still thankfulness. That's the outcome of strong faith in your life. So here's what I want to say to you today. Standing strong in the midst of the storms of life comes from you choosing to put your roots down deep. And nobody can do this for you. Here's the thing. Only you can choose... To let your roots grow down deep into Jesus during difficult times. Depending on Jesus. You know, sometimes droughts come in life, don't they? Times in life where you just feel like you're dry or, or that life is harder. And it's hard to flourish in those times. And it's during the droughts of life, that's the right time. To put your roots down deeper. Looking for the water. That flows in the deeper places with jesus So when a tree experiences drought its roots go down deeper during those times of year To find that underground source of water that that water that you can't see And this is what provides strength and stability when the winds come like we experienced yesterday and So the same is true in our lives in following jesus All of us have times of drought in our life. Again, what is a time of drought? It's a time when, when life feels dry or when life feels challenging, or maybe you're not producing as much fruit as you would like in the moment. We all have times like that. Life is disappointing, life can be hard. And it's in these drought times. Catch this, this is such an important principle for a follower of Christ. It's in these drought times, if you will respond by putting your roots, down into Jesus and looking for that underground flow of water that only he has, that you become stronger in him during the droughts of life. You press into him. You go deeper in him than you've ever gone before, and your faith grows. Your faith grows when you go deeper into Jesus, when you put your roots down into him, Even during the times of drought in your life. So that's number one in your notes today. That your faith grows strong when you put your roots down into Jesus. Now when Paul wrote this, he was writing to the Colossians. But he could have easily been writing to us. In fact, I say that he was. And he's writing about our life here. That Jesus truly is above the storms in our life. And that every day is an opportunity to go deeper with him. To build you know brick upon brick in our lives ascend our roots down deep i've come to the conclusion including i'll say this about myself that people who fall in the storms are people who have not put our roots down deep enough and so and so we falter we fall when the winds of life come what i want to say to you today that is that every challenge that you face in life is an opportunity to put your roots down a little bit deeper into Jesus, into His strength, to grow in your faith. And I think that the strength of our life is revealed when we go through heavy winds and how we can withstand those storms. Again, we're going to bend. We're going to bend. The wind's going to blow us around, but we're not going to break. And so our faith is built through life. Experience Upon experience and some of those experiences we cause and some of those experiences are imposed upon us And yet as we put our roots down as we apply truth in each experience as we choose to trust jesus I like to call it just sort of sitting back in the armchair Of trust with him. I can't change it I didn't cause it possibly And so I just need to rest in Jesus and believe that he's going to see me through whatever storm it happens to be. And you hear me say this a lot. And it has to do with realizing that Jesus is enough for you. No matter what you go through in life. That your dependence upon him is built through the droughts in life. That you realize through experience upon experience upon experience that he can be trusted. I think that's what God wants with us, honestly. I think that that's God's agenda for us. That we learn through the hard times, through the winds of life, that He can be trusted. And so we send our roots down deep into Him. We rely on His grace and His power. He meets you where you're at. And when He meets you where you're at, He infuses your condition with power from the Holy Spirit. You receive a power that's outside of your own ability, your own self. You receive a grace to make it through whatever it is that you're facing. You know, Paul talked about this. Steve mentioned it last week. It's such a powerful verse that when you go through times where you feel weak in life, what God wants you to do is open up your heart to receive his grace for that moment. And Paul said, 2 Corinthians 12, My grace is sufficient for you, God said to Paul. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So, so Paul's saying here that times of struggle, times of high wind, times of drought in our life is an opportunity to open up our heart and receive the power that only Christ can give us. It's from without, not from within. Jesus brings it to us. Okay? So God wants to do that for each one of us. It's like this tree. Here's a picture of some roots on this tree, right? Right? Without much rain, this is what tree researchers say, without much rain, roots dive deep to find water. When you're going through a time in life that there's not much rain in your life, God wants your roots to grow down deep. Now, let me give you the contrast to that. What the world wants you to do is they want you to stay on the surface. They want you to to drink surface water. But if you drink surface water when you're going through times of drought, what will happen is that your roots won't go deep. You'll stay dependent on what the world has to offer. Then when the winds come, you won't be able to withstand the storms. And you'll topple. Christ is always calling us deeper into himself. Always. If you've not figured that out about being a Christian, then maybe you haven't been a Christian very long. But I'll tell you, the walk with Christ is all about Christ calling you deeper into himself. How do you come into completeness and wholeness in Christ? You send your roots down deeper when troubles come. You work on union with Christ. Becoming more one with him. Through your relationship with him. And the more intimate you are with Jesus. The more complete you become in him. And by the end of your life. You should look fairly complete in Jesus. Like he should be your all in all. Your union with him should be strong. The more years you grow with him, the stronger you become. As I was thinking about this message, I was looking at um, growth rings in trees. Here's a picture of some growth rings in the tree, okay? So look at this tree. I mean, they they say that in the redwood forest, there's trees that go back a couple thousand years. A couple thousand years, like the time of Christ. There's trees that go back that far. This one goes back to 1531. It's pretty old, right? Right? But so you'll see here that what they have is they have some droughts That they can find in the growth rings of the tree And what researchers tell us is that if you look at the cross-section Of this tree what you'll find about the the droughts in the tree is that they're going to be thinner rings less growth less body growth less girth During times of drought But that growth is transferred Where? into the roots. And so you might feel like I'm not getting any bigger, I'm not getting any stronger, my girth is not increasing as a tree, but what's going to happen is that that growth is going to be sent down through the roots. So the tree is going to go deeper. And so your tree rings, if, if we're able to cross section you, you know, what we, what we should be able to find as a follower of Christ is that times of challenge in life, times of drought in life, times where life has been hard for you, There should be a thinner growth line there may it may seem like there was less going on It may seem like there was less fruit in your life. But if we were to look at your roots What we would find is that your roots have gone down deeper into the presence of jesus into his power into his provision When you've been through hard times in life And so I ask you today, how's your growth rings coming? I ask you today, how are the, the drought rings in your life? Are they thinner? Or did you feast on surface water? And so they, they, they stayed big looking. Wouldn't even be able to tell there was a drought because you were slurping up all the surface water that the world has to offer. No, what Jesus wants us to do is go deeper. He wants times of drought to drive us into Christ. What does that mean? What do I, let, me, let me give you something practical. I could mention this every week. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've read through the Bible now in my life. I'm on my journey through it again with 254 of you. Reading daily, going through the Bible again. And here's what I tell you about the Word of God. The Word of God doesn't change, but we change. And so how we receive it changes. Every time I read it, something new. This morning again, something new from Luke chapter 6. How many times have I read Luke chapter 6? I couldn't even tell you. But there was something new from Luke chapter 6 this morning. So going through times of drought, this is where your roots grow deeper. You get into God's word. If you're not in God's word, your roots probably are not going deeper. You've got to crack your Bible open. There were times when you read about Jesus that Jesus would go into the wilderness or up on a mountaintop and he'd spend all night praying. Times of prayer, in fact, not even times of prayer, I would say open-ended conversation with God about your life. Probably really should never have to say amen. You know, just continue, keep it open, right? Open conversation with God makes your roots grow deeper. Getting together with a brother or a sister in Christ and confessing your sins to one another and just talking about your life with one another, processing life with somebody who can pray with you. And James says that if you'll do that and pray for one another, you'll be healed. You know, Your roots will grow deeper. You'll become more complete. These are the basics of our faith, the disciplines of our faith, that if we do these things, our roots will grow deep in Christ and will withstand the winds when they come. One of the other things I love when, when you research trees is you see that trees that stand together are less likely to get blown over. It's a couple reasons for that. One is that you break the wind for one another. I'm not saying you break wind with one another. I'm saying you break the wind for one another. You absorb the wind together as you stand together. Find some trees to do life with. The other thing that happens when trees stand together, and by the way, they're called a stand of trees. When they stand together, their roots intermingle. And so together they have a system of rootedness. If you're alone, look, it's just your own roots that you're depending on. But if you're standing with a stand of fellow believers that you're sharing life with, community with, small group, you know, the fire, women's Bible studies, places where you can intermingle your roots. You know, you're going to be able to withstand more wind in life because your roots are keeping you strong together. You're holding one another up. When the winds of life come So these are some of the choices you make As a christian That send your roots deeper and make your union with christ more complete and that's number two in your notes today You are complete in your union with christ Who is above all human thinking and spiritual authority? You are complete In your union with christ. You don't have to look for somebody else to complete you You complete me no You're complete in christ And then out of that completeness out of that union you offer strength to one another You know the problem with us is that we turn to other things Uh, Again, I like to call it surface water We turn to surface water in times of drought and we think we know what we need when life gets a little bit dry we, We turn to other things instead of jesus We're hungry. We're angry. We're lonely. We're tired. And so we turn to addictions We turn to lesser things in life to try to satisfy our thirst. And we try to drink things that don't satisfy. They don't. Surface water. We try to find more activity. We spend more time online. We, you know, we watch more media, whether that's television or whether that's, you know, social media. And these things will not fill us. It's just surface water. I'm not saying there's anything inherently wrong with those things. You know I'm a Facebooker, right? That's how I keep track of you all. It's our accountability, isn't it? I can tell where you've been, what you're doing. No, it's it's just fun for me. I like it. But it can become surface water if it takes the place of going deeper into Jesus. The truth is we become more complete as we go deeper into Jesus to increase our union with him. Jesus said, everyone who drinks of surface water, he didn't say surface water, I threw that in there, will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And the idea is that the Holy Spirit who lives in you becomes your go-to. He is what you drink. Relationship with God who lives in you. Where else do you have to turn? No, you can turn to God who lives in you. So here's what I'm saying to you today that I believe that this... As a scripture in Colossians points out and that is we all need to drink more deeply of Christ Like roots that are seeking out water deep in the earth When a time of drought comes we need to seek for Christ that way We need to wean ourselves from surface water, you know, jesus said in matthew 7 7 he said keep on asking Keep on seeking and keep on knocking and if you will do that I will give you what you are seeking. And what he was referring to in that passage of Scripture was the Holy Spirit. The living God, the one who lives in us. You know, the reason that many people, many Christians don't remain strong, I believe. I'm just going to tell you what I think this morning, okay? I think the reason that a lot of Christians get blown over in, in strong winds of life is because they, they've they minimized the power of Christ. They've not really let Jesus be all he can be in their life. They've minimized his power. They don't give him his rightful place. They don't allow his character to reign. You know, in this letter to the Colossians, in this passage that Paul was writing, already in the church in the first century, there was this cult called Gnosticism. And Paul was correcting this cult in this passage And this cult, what they were doing was they were saying, Jesus is not truly deity. He's not truly God. And So Paul was taking some time here to remind them that Christ carried the completeness or the fullness of God. In fact, the Greek word that Paul used in this term fullness of God was the Greek word theotitos, which means the fullness of God in Christ. It means that Christ embodies the fullness, the power, the character, the nature of God. And so if you will go deep into Christ, you will go deep into God. As Paul's saying, go deep into Christ. Let your completeness come from your unity with Him. He's the one who completes you. He's above all other spiritual rulers and authorities. He's above everything else you could possibly drink in this life. And He's above all the wounds and all the setbacks. That you've experienced have I mentioned wounds yet today? Let me mention wounds just for a second There's something else that weakens trees. There's something else that causes trees to fall over in a storm and you were probably thinking this as I was talking about roots Another reason that trees go down in storms is because lots of trees have rot On the inside they have hollow places on the inside that has robbed them of their strength they have heart rot, and so do we. So do we. We have heart rot. I have heart rot. We all have heart rot when we come to Christ. You know, trees get heart rot because, you know, as they're growing, there's a, a, a gash that comes into their bark or a wound or some sort of a an opening that happens in their bark, and it invites bacteria, it invites a virus, or it invites a fungus to come, and that virus or fungus invades the heart of the tree and you wonder how could a tree that looks so strong Have such rot on the inside and i'll tell you it's because A fungus or a virus got through a wound in the bark And entered into the heart of the tree and and this is what This is what happens to a beautiful big healthy looking tree until one day the storms come and and the tree falls Paul said in verse 11 of Colossians 2, he said, When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by physical procedure. In fact, Paul's saying, you know, no longer do we hold to circumcision in the traditional way. But he says, Christ performed a spiritual circumcision. The cutting away of your sinful nature. The cutting away of your heart rot. It's really what Paul's saying. The cutting away of that sinful hurtful part of you for you were buried with Christ when you were baptized and with him you were raised to new life because here it is you trusted in the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead you know again it's it's just amazing to me that sometimes a tree can look so great on the outside but then one day a heavy wind will come and the tree will fall because there's a heart that's been weakened by rot and this happens to us as well. I talked with the refinery students this last week about forgiveness and about how, you know, through living life, we have wounds that come into our lives. And, and when we live, live our life in resentment or in bitterness because of those wounds, we can't, we can't be the best us that God wants us to be. And in fact, sometimes we'll topple in the wind. And so what we need to do is we need to find out those wounds. Remember what those places of heart rot are and then we need to forgive we need to let go of the resentment That we have in our life Why because it can erode away the insides of us But it can also be sin and it can also be our sin nature and jesus comes one of the things he does Is he comes to cut away that that heart rot he comes to cut away Those old wounds the shame the guilt the fear The self-serving sin nature. Jesus wants to cut that away. And while a tree is still left with the rot, what Jesus does for us is he'll cut away the rot, but then he'll fill us with himself. And it's like now you have an even stronger inner core than you had before. Because now it's not just you. Now it's Christ in you. That fills that empty, that hollow place that you once had. And now you begin to live out of that new identity that you have. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Right? This is exactly how it is, folks. And when you begin to trust Christ in you and live out of the strength that he has, what he says about you, what he believes about you, that you're his child, That in Him and in His provision, you're without fault, like we talked about a few weeks ago. Now you can live out of strength instead of out of shame. Now you have something to give and you don't have to be always trying to get. Because you have Christ in you, right? But we need to trust in this mighty power of God who comes to restore our value and our identity and make us alive in Christ. Let me read on. Verse 13 You were dead because of your sins. You had heart rot. And because your sinful nature was not yet cut away, then God made you alive with Christ. Would you say that with me? Alive with Christ. It's a new day. You are no longer a dead man walking. You are alive with Christ. He forgave all our sins. He canceled the record of the charges. Took it away by nailing it to the cross. He disarmed all the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Isn't that great news? Is there an amen? Oh, thank you. You preceded my request for the amen. It's awesome. I love it. So this cutting away of our sinful nature, this happens when we first receive Christ receive forgiveness for our sin of unbelief, but then as we allow the Holy Spirit to fill us, fill those hollow places in our life that were left because of sin and because of choices we made, because of shame, because of guilt, because of things done to us, God then, as we live our life with the Holy Spirit, God scrapes out that inner place, scrapes out all of the rot, and then He fills us, With his precious Holy Spirit. And now as we live in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Christ in us. Every day we rely on that strength. And we believe more and more. What Jesus says about us. As he regenerates new life on the inside. Filling those hollow places. How many of you are aware. Please just be honest. You're aware that you were hollow. On the inside before Christ. Man I was hollow. I've told you this before. As a young guy, 17, 18, 19 years old, I kept a bottle of something under the front seat of my car because I felt hollow, I felt lonely, I felt alone. And I tried to fill that hollow place with something that I thought was strong enough at that time in my life. And it wasn't. It wasn't strong enough. And now I know that really only Jesus can fill me to the degree that I want to be filled. And he fills those hollow places that we've tried to fill with other things. With his love, with his value. And we become alive with Christ. Alive with Christ. And that's how we live out the rest of our life. And that's how we don't get blown over. When the heavy winds come. That's number three in your notes. Last point today. Being alive with Christ is the key to standing strong in storms. Let me read this last verse, verse 20. For you have died with Christ, and He has set you free from the spiritual powers of this world. When you die with Christ, when you receive salvation and forgiveness for your sins because of His death on the cross... Then you become alive like you never were before and christ begins to live in you as you die to old ways of thinking As you die to old ways of drinking as you die to old ways of trying to fill yourself with surface water Jesus christ becomes more and more alive in you And he will come and he will renew your mind If you will let him renew your mind again happens through spending time here in his word with the holy spirit really bringing home and revealing the word of christ to us that's what happens that's how we get our 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 mind renewed changing how we think dying to trying to get satisfaction from a surface water going deeper into christ and so this morning as we think about Christ being above all the storms in our life. Christ being above all the other powers in our life. It's true, but you have your part to play. I have my part to play. Jesus has done his part. He's given us all we need to go through this life filled with him as a strong tree. But we have to do our part. Just like we receive Christ by faith for our salvation, we have to do our part to become stronger, to let our roots go down into what he has for us. And it has to do with this. It has to do with dying to the world and what the world says will work for you and receiving what Christ has made available to you through his word, through his Holy Spirit, through spending time with him, through being in relationship with him. Folks, it hasn't changed since the resurrection What worked then is what works now. There's no quick, easy way. There's no app that can make your roots go down quicker or bypass the hard process of discipleship. It's still the same today as it was back in the first century. And it is pressing into Jesus. It is letting him renew your mind. It is letting him fill your mind with his thoughts instead of your own thoughts. Choosing to send your roots deep into him. Now we're going to sing a song this morning. So worship Him if you wouldn't mind coming on up. We're going to sing a song about Jesus Christ being the cornerstone of our life. And we chose this song because it's such a powerful picture of the place Jesus wants in each of our lives. And I'm going to challenge you this morning as you sing this song that you can make this song your prayer. It's not just a song. Somebody said, he who, sing, he who sings, praise twice. You know, there's something of power that happens as you sing truth. But here's what I challenge you to do this morning. If you find yourself this morning saying, you know what, I really haven't made Jesus the cornerstone of my life. I really haven't gone down as deeply into him as I know I need to go. I really haven't embraced the life of discipleship that I know is necessary to send my roots down deep into him. If that's you this morning, I'm going to invite you to repent while you sing this song. And to confess the truth of this song. That Jesus Christ is all that we need to live a life standing firm when the winds come. When the winds, the strong winds of life that want to blow you down. Jesus is all you need. But it takes sending your roots down deeper into him. So would you stand with me today? And I just want to pray for you here a moment. Lord Jesus, we've heard from the strength of your word today. God, your word is filled with power. And by your spirit, it has the power to change our minds and change our lives. So I pray over each one of these precious, precious children of yours today. And myself included, God. That we would choose in this storm of life, whatever it is that we're facing this drought of life, that we would choose to send our roots down deeper into you. Lord, that we would not fall prey to just drinking what's on the surface, just drinking what's in front of us. But Lord, we would go down deeper into you, into your love, into your grace, into your power. So Lord, help us do that even today as we sing the truth of this song to you.